just to just to fill everybody in that, that's listening, this podcast is going to be a little bit of everything, shit talking, the serious conversations like we are with Mike right now, to 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 you know just another day at tops, I guess. Uh, it could it, it's going to bounce around, so you know for sure people are going to have to wear earmuffs. Whoever don't want to hear Jesus and Craig cussing, but yeah, sorry about um, that, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll try to watch. You know language. how bad we are. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, and this. Uh, I'm this rather thing. surprised to hear any cussing coming from our choir boy, Jesus. Balance, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. balance, and everything, right? Oh yeah. Yep. All right, everyone. Welcome to Top's Daily Grind. This is episode number sixty. That's what Jesus. Sixty-one. Sixty-one. That's a sixty-one. Sixty-one. That's what Jesus said. So he's going to make it episode 61. Y'all delete an <laughs> episode about him. Hey, yeah. He'll do whatever he's got to do, <laughs> yeah. but this is going to be episode 61. I'm pretty sure. So so you, I could be wrong. Do you do these live and just publish them, or do you... We publish them after. Them we publish them, them after, just so that it's... Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. we did one live, and it was kind of a mess. It was, it was, but it was because we had, we were paying attention to like the screen and the comments and stuff more than the conversation. Yeah. Maybe not more than, but as much yeah, as... Yeah, I think uh, the problem was that we had one conversation going on, on this side and then right. one on this side, and it, yeah. And then we had other people. There was a them. lot of people. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of people outside. Yeah, so. I was Craig invited his gang. It was new technology, and everybody yeah. wanted to be, be a yeah, part of no, it. Yeah, no, Craig invited his gang, so his there was like seven of, them, seven of them, and then there was us, yep. right? Uh, so was, yeah, <laughs> something like that. It was kind of like a gang. There was a we lot didn't know on. whether we could swear because there was a cop in here. Yeah, there was, we can talk shit about cheese because there's a, there cheese, a cheese maker. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, so. I've gotten caught up in that live thing and looking at the comments while you're talking. I'm like, wait, I'm reading and I'm trying to talk and I don't remember what the fuck I was saying. Shit, yeah. sorry about that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, the hard happens. part is when we do the for top. So tops knives, we don't we try to keep a PG and so. They, they try to when we do live videos, try not to swear, and everybody, right. everybody and everybody fails. It's failing. It's usually failing just more me. More. Actually, it's hey, not a pass fail grade. Oh my goodness! No, hey, so, uh, Leo fails a lot too. Yeah, no, I'm not but it's me. That. I think it's me more than. Yeah, than we're him. gonna definitely blame. Even though I'm more. never in the videos, it's just. <laughs> you see that? You see that guy's comments from when you guys were in uh, Fort Worth. Which mm-hmm. guy? It, there was a video where somebody said shit, and Edgar corrected and said shoot. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh my God! Oh, you snowflake! I'm never buying. Yeah, yeah. Fuck he's not going to buy our knives anymore because we added. And you go, and you go one, back one and word. listen to. You go back to look through his Instagram. <laughs> Motherfucker has no top knives there. At yeah. All. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that keyboard knife. commando shit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we've oh, had oh, quite a bit of mouth on a keyboard. How about I come to your house for breakfast? I see that your address is on your Facebook page. <laughs> well, well, no, I, I didn't. I didn't mean anything by that. Somebody hacked my phone. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I travel for work. Yeah. So, anyways, Craig introduced her. Yeah, introduce him and then do the sponsor. Yes. So you've all heard. Heard, uh, you've all heard a voice that you maybe not have heard before. That's because we have a new guest today. It's Dylan. Oh, that's right. I'm not on video. Yes, his <laughs> name is his name is Shane Hyatt. Yes, sir. And he runs a company called SH9, yes, and he sir. makes edged weapons and tools. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a like-minded. Welcome. Thanks. We're, it. we're glad to have you here. No, it was uh, it was an interesting when you when you asked me about it because I was coming. I was like, sure, I didn't know you were doing a podcast. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> game. <laughs> yep. So he listened to a couple of episodes on the way, and I did rethought his decision a little bit, but decided to do it anyway. Yeah. Did he stop? Uh, did he stop in a rest stop and look at the mirror and like, hi, my name is. Oh fuck! I messed no. up. 
My name just is Joshua. Shit, what's my name again? <laughs> just, just Josh. He's the only one that's done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my name is Joshua. My name is Joshua Swanigan. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, we'd like to throw a shout out to Tops Knives for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, Tops Knives. It's two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, he's Tops like, Daily he's like, Grind. What the hell are you guys talking yeah, about? He's like, what? Yeah. Where am I? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Tops Knives sponsors this thing, and uh, they make badass knives. I heard they weren't that great. Yeah, well, you're fired. Um, <laughs> Opinions vary. So, uh, yeah, right now you can go to TopsKnives.com and use the promo code TDG30 for 30% off your next knife, as long as it's not already discounted. And uh, it'll work on a lot of the accessories, too, mugs, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so please, go. Enjoy. It'll work well on stuff that's not on back order. It definitely work it works better. really great on stuff that's yeah. not on back order. So good luck yeah. finding that item. Well, you that's can still not put on it on. Oh, yeah, you can't even order back order. So yeah, no, nope. no. Nope. Nope. I tried to order No pre orders? No pre orders. No. I tried no. to order one the other day. Didn't let me. <laughs> I did. I did. You know what, Leo? Come talk to me Monday. I'll, I'll get you taken care of. Yeah, we could probably yeah. we could probably yeah. get whatever you're thank asking. You, thank I know, you. Guys. I, I know a way around that back order. I, I know. Thing. A, I know a guy inside the company he might yeah. be able to hook you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guys, you guys are like fucking awesome, with tops. <laughs> so yes, thanks again, tops knives. Yep. And TDG thirty. Go buy a knife. And yeah. Then, go now. And then and continue listening. Back. Yes, please. All right, Shane. Tell yes, us sir. a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I was born a poor black child. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm come good. on, come on! That's straight out. That's straight out of the jerk. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yep. Everybody yep. knows that. Uh, uh, so, uh, I'm surprised I, Jesus hasn't used that joke yet. I should. I'm good. Can I steal it from you? I, I stole it from the movie. I okay, think it's yeah, hilarious. I'm gonna steal it from from him. My Absolutely. lucky star. No, <laughs> uh, I uh, I did uh, just shy of 20 years in the Navy. Um, I've always, I've been making knives. I was making knives out of sheet metal in my stepdad's shop when I was a kid. So I could go run around on the river bottom and act like an idiot, a little heathen. And, uh, I played around, I was making CrossFit gyms after I got out of the Navy. I was working with a company out of San Diego and I started building CrossFit gyms and I was tinkering around the shop. My brother had an old Mustang, Leaf Springs. I started cutting on one. I started grinding on one. I started playing with one. I made a knife out of it. It happens to be a takeoff of the uh, the tracker. Oh, right on. Because Wanted's such a good movie, and it's oh, here's another guy that made the tracker. For <laughs> some no, 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 no. By no stretch, there's going to be a big podcast. Another motherfucker made that. Shit. God damn it! Everybody and their brothers made that. Shit. Oh, Who's man. number twenty fucking yeah. two? Everybody's got the original. Who the fuck actually has the original? Yeah. So at any rate, I did. I made one out of a, a seventy-two leaf spring, and it's still got the Ford stamp in it. Oh, nice. It's under the seat in my truck, and I showed it to a buddy of mine that does dogs out of Texas. 5160. Still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, it performs Absolutely. beautifully. I, I did it with just the spring still timber. I didn't best, have it. One of the best carbon steels, mm-hmm. high carbon Absolutely. steels. Absolutely. Uh, so I yeah. bought a power hammer this winter, and I'm, most of my forging is 5160. Badass. And my brother's a diesel mechanic, so I got a <laughs> lifetime Unlimited supply of spring. Oh, Fucking yeah. endless supply. Yeah. So, uh, so I showed that first tracker to my buddy, and he started showing it. He's like, hey, make me one of those. So I made him one. So I made two. He started showing it around. I started getting these random emails, phone calls, texts. Hey, I'll give you a case of Match 308 for one of those. Hey, how much to make me one of those? Hey, can you make one like this? I'm like, wait, I can make money making knives? Are you shitting me? 
So I turned all of my crops out. <laughs> <laughs> we like, fuck nope. <laughs> I, well, you can make enough money to buy more shit to make more knives. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's, that's I mean, true. that's basically yeah, where all my money goes. True. goes right back into the shop. Yep. And, it, and it allows me to drive you know, around. You know what, Shane? You're saying that, but even us as a big company. No, I know. It's the same thing. No, there's no we question. Make money, we make money, but we're... Buying materials, we're it's buying. Just, yep. You know, it's just an ongoing yeah, circle. In a cycle, yeah. Yeah. Well, what yeah. do they say? If you find something that you enjoy doing for a living and figure out how to get paid for it, you'll never work a day in your life. Absolutely, you it's may just, never be so rich, true. but I always, if I have, if I need money, I have the money that I need when I need it. I don't have oodles of money, but I always have money. Doesn't that make me rich? Yeah, absolutely. I, would I mean, say it does. I don't absolutely. need anything more than what I have. Yeah. When I need more shit, I have more shit. So it seems yeah. like everything's working out, and I'm happy with yeah, it. Absolutely. So I run around with this little idiot, and uh, he's pointed Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did play Dylan. Yeah. I didn't know you did that. I just, I just leave him in the truck when I don't yeah. want to talk to him. <laughs> he, he cracks the windows. It's fine. I do. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would never, unless it's hot, and then I roll him up and turn the heat on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty resilient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm working, uh, I'm working on my seventh full year making knives. Seventh. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I bought a power hammer this winter, like I said. So I'm starting to forge more. I, uh, I broke both elbows, uh, both wrists, both shoulders back in 01. So hand forging was really, really hard on me. Oh, I bet. Um, if I spent a day at the forge, I'd have to spend a day or two off because I simply couldn't do anything. So the power hammer and a press has changed that. So now I'm doing, I'm stockpiling right now for blade. Um, I've never been a blade. And I got in last year because, like I told Craig earlier, um, when they pushed from June to August last year, Correct. a ton of longtime supporters had bailed. Dropped, yep. And so they reached out to me on the, on the uh, waiting list. I'm like, okay, I'll still go. Yeah. And so I rogered up and they got me in and I offered up, well, I wanted to sharpen at my booth. And so Alicia reached out to me maybe two weeks after I asked for power. Would you be willing to sharpen for the show? Uh, how do you mean? I'm like, you got a contract with WorkSharp. She says, yeah, they can't come because of Oregon's COVID bullshit. So if you're willing to do it for the show, we'd love to have you do it. Like, All right, I'll do that. So because I rogered up for that when they canceled in August, she says, uh, no matter what happens next year, you have a booth space. All you have to do is say you want to come. So I get to go this year. That's awesome. So it'll be my first year at Blade. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, no. You've you, you never been? No, I haven't. Oh, I've never no. even gone as a, as a, as as a, a buyer. Visitor. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've never gone yeah, at all. You're in, you're, in, uh, you're in for a... It's a hell of a show. A, yeah. You're, you're going awesome. to you're you're love the shit. Everybody I've ever talked to has that exact same opinion. Of like, it, it's... Um, you can't compare it to nothing. Right. There's nothing you can compare close to it. So it I just, did Blade yeah. West in Portland the two years that yeah, they did it no. up there, and it was good. Yeah, it, it was better than it was better than a lot of the smaller but, shows, but it was nothing. But Blade, Blade is the is, whole feeling at Blade in Atlanta is different. Like even the, the people, yeah, the people are, are different right. to you. Re return yeah. customers, more knowledgeable uh, crowd, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people, for sure. people that go there know what they want, right? You're not going to bullshit them on a, on a steel. You're not going to bullshit right. them on a blade. You're not going to bullshit them on. So it, it's it's a badass show. Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And you say it's just you that's that's going? Uh, my brother will go out with me, and I'm, I'm I need to hire somebody local to work the booth with me because it'll just be two of us, and yeah. that's not enough for a booth. Yeah, because it'll be tough. Just how big? How you, uh, I bought a ten by ten. Oh, you got a booth? Got a, booth. I bought a booth. Not yeah, tables. I bought a full oh, booth. Yeah, booth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nice when, I, when, they, when they got me in on the waiting list, I was sitting. I was doing all right last year. I'm like, fuck it, give me a booth. 
I want the extra space because when I do a table, I have to stack. I've got my own system of shelves, so I get as much use out of the table as I can. Mm-hmm. So I try to go to a show loaded. I want to go with between 50 and 100, 150 pieces, and I want to display as much of that as possible fucking so I'm not digging in a case. Them? That's fucking... That's a, yeah. that's that's a, well, up until fuck, yeah. recently, it's been primarily, I'd, I'd say probably 95% of what I've done to date is stock removal. Uh, the forging stuff, I've done little pieces of it here and there, but this year I've got, right now I think I've got 39 forged pieces ready to go right now, and I've got another six weeks when I get home. So I should be able to get a dozen a week done between now and then. So ideally I show up to Blade with 100 plus pieces. Fuck. Badass. That'd oh, be yeah. awesome. Hopefully we can get that many. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so fucking back under <laughs> Tell me about it. Holy shit. Hopefully we can fucking make that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right, yeah, though. Yeah, I wish that was a joke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking being honest, man. Fuck. Oh, you got man. all this space, all these tools. How come you don't have I hundreds know. of knives? Oh, uh, we do. They're just, we can't make them fast enough. Yeah. That's a yeah. good problem to have. Yeah, as soon as they come in, they're out. They're there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, I've been real dead on my website the last couple of months because I'm not putting any new product up. So all the clicks are going to the exact same shit over and over again, and I keep getting the message: "Hey, when are you going to put new stuff up?" Like I got new stuff. It's just not going on the website. It's going to Atlanta with me. <laughs> so what's on the website? If you want one of those, you better get it now because if you don't, it won't be there after Atlanta because I'm selling it all there. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you go to the pit. Yeah, even, for us. Even though you don't drink, make sure oh, you go man. to the pit after yeah. the show. Yeah, the pit after the show. Everybody hangs out so, there, whether so they're drinking or not. Everybody's, everybody's drinking happens. beer, mm-hmm. and this big, it's a little bar, but a big fucking, what do you call it, a big... Uh, it's the, the entire... Or, the entire... It? Yeah, like Commons. It's like yeah, a foyer yeah. almost. The, okay. But, the entire ground floor of the hotel right next to the Cobb Galleria okay. I think 99% of the people filled. that are drinking, right. and fucking a table like this full of fucking... So you're the 1%, huh? <laughs> I, well, like I said, I just stopped in college because I could. I drank nine or ten days a week when I was first in the Navy on the East Coast. Because uh, if you've been to Virginia, there ain't shit to do in Virginia but drink with the boys. There's nothing to do out there. And so uh, I drank a lot, and then I went to college, and I was like, I'm broke. I can't afford to drink, and I feel like shit tomorrow when I drink, so I just stopped drinking. Damn. I'm the exact yeah. same personality, drunk or sober, so why pay to be me? <laughs> and then pay Fair the enough. price tomorrow to be me. I don't. I don't see the sense in it. So. Yeah, no, I, never, I never started, and I'm afraid to start. That's why I, I just. There, there's it. plenty of people that that do drink. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Craig. Or, that, or there's plenty of people at the show that don't drink, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, talking shit. When I said 99 percent, like, but 90 percent of people just sitting there having a good time, yeah, drinking a beer. But there's knives fucking everywhere. everywhere. Oh yeah, that's where like the. Real blade show. Oh, everybody <laughs> hangs out and shows off their really cool shit. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. You got the, all the now, makers. Now I got to make some really cool shit to come to that we, with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you, you know, some of the best connections happen there. Sweet. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's, it's the networking area. It is. You can it say is. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, because at, at like our booth, and, and you'll see, I'm not just because of me saying it, but our tables are always packed to people. Oh, no, I've been, to your, I've been to your booth at uh, Blade West, and I always think the same yeah. thing. We were talking about that downstairs. It's because you have so much shit laid out there, and everybody can just fondle it. Like, yeah. oh, look, oh, oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, I didn't see that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really, it's a super easy way to lay out a table and get a ton of attention. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's always worked for us since day one. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've changed anything. Yeah, just let the knife sell themselves, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll be badass. Blade Show, Blade Show. I'm really looking forward to it. 
I, I have to thinking. imagine that uh, that most of the nation is looking forward to those kind of getting absolutely the talk out, yeah. you know, quarantine, even, even whatever us, it happens we're, to be. Uh, I'm taking about two two extra guys, all right, just because I know what's going to happen. Are you? Do you guys fly out there? Or do you drive? We do. We fly. fly. Yeah. Yeah, we fly out there. Yeah, I'm on a road trip. I've got a I've got a few stops that I want to make on the way. Other makers that I know between New Mexico and. Georgia, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave early and come back late. So where 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 where's your hometown? Where do you have your? I'm here? out of uh, out of Edgewood, New Mexico. Uh, so about an hour east of Albuquerque. Badass. And it's uh it's my brother's place. So you, came, I, you came all the way out here to pick up your prototype. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that lead in. I appreciate that lead in. So I actually drove up here to go to Boise to look at the convention center at the fairgrounds in Boise because I'm gonna host my own show in September this year. My own blade show. So it's going to be the Custom Edged Expo. Uh, 100 uh, uh, exhibitors. Is I'm going to cap it at 100. Oh, really? Yeah, we never got the invitation. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm here oh, to okay. invite you. Shit, you guys could be the title sponsor. There you go. <laughs> Were you so inclined? It's two weeks before Blade West. Um, it, I, I started putting this together before Blade West was confirmed. Okay. And so uh, the dates that I have is the 24th to the 26th of September, so two weeks prior. But um, it's, uh, it's a big space, 20,000 square foot. Damn, it is big space. And so there's enough. If I can get 100 people in there, it's, uh, it's a flat rate deal. I'm not going to do booths and tables. It's going to be two eight-foot tables for 500 bucks. First come, first serve. Damn. And then once I get it full, then I'll do the table layout and everything and all. And, and the, See, uh, that, one, that one's pretty easy. You can bring a lot of custom makers from Oregon. And right, and that's my, that's my hope is that I can get a lot of the people that don't – either don't want to go do business in California, don't want to... There's a ton of folder companies. Craig and I were talking downstairs. There's a ton of folder companies that simply can't go to California and deal with their shit. Yep. Because, well, and I, I understood that was why they left California to begin with, was all the regulatory stuff. And I know we're going to have to do our homework too before right. we plan that one. But <clears throat> Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, so I came up to do that and I reached out to Craig because we've been working on this prototype and I told him, I said, if, if there's a prototype ready for me to look at, I'm going to be in the neighborhood, let me know. He hit me back with, you want to come Thursday and be on the podcast? Sure. <laughs> so I should have a prototype ready for you by then. So, yeah, we looked at the prototypes, and they look great. So I was hoping to have production done before Blade, but apparently that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't make that happen? <laughs> apparently there's Fuck a... you, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's a backup. <laughs> apparently something about Topps Knives isn't functioning cleanly right no. now. I mean, can't get... <laughs> Damn. That was that was shots fired. So, that wasn't just a bus that you threw me under. That was a damn train. Yeah, was fucking Jeez. shots fired there. Yeah. That was for some reason we're like fucking already what we did in 2020. We're in March we're there. Seriously. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, we'll. Uh, so probably not. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're yeah we're. What about for Blade Show for next year? Probably, that's safe. That's safe. It's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about it? Do you guys want to come to? Do you want to come do my inaugural show? We could probably, yeah. Boise is easy for custom, us. Yeah, Boise is easy. Custom Edge Expo. Yep. CEE. Just as long as the date's right. Right. Two weeks yeah, before. What are we doing last? in September? NRA. NRA. Shit. When in when in September is NRA? It is the first second weekend. First or second? So I'm the last the weekend, weekend. 24, 25, 26. So 24 set up Friday and a meet and greet Friday evening and then Saturday, Sunday. So if we don't make it, some guys from here will. Sweet. No, you're right. It is the first weekend Yep. Uh, in September. So we're, yeah. we're still, we'll be good. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting trying to make sure we have knives because we got that and then blade right after. We'll see. When we'll is blade? In October. October? The first 13th, week. 14th? I think it's second, the second yeah. weekend. So that'd be almost like three shows in a row. Like, yeah, pretty right, much. Oh, close absolutely. together. Wow. Yeah. But Boise's close. That one would be easy. Yeah, that's true. Um, Coming this way, it's a fast drive because the wind blows you. I don't know how it is going oh, the other way. It's a little today slower. Today especially. Yeah, today. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah we, I, was, I was worried about doing this because we had that power bump. I don't know yeah. if you noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hof- hopefully we can make it through. We heard, a, we heard a fucking we heard explosion outside. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, we heard a poof. It's weird. Sure. Only my computer went down. No, like, so did John, the, so did the, the down. Emmy, Emmy and Matt were over at the Rusty Lantern when that happened. Because Emmy text to ask if the power was out here because it was out there, and she said Matt like saw and heard a transformer blow over on that side. Um, yeah, something uh, popped for sure. We uh, heard yeah. it. We heard something pop. Yeah, Matt, of course, he heard something pop. I bet he did. <laughs> uh, I don't want to ask. I don't. I don't think Shane wants to ask either. He does. He's in. Do you he's, I'm curious. He's curious. He is curious. Actually, he did look curious. Part of want to know. I don't know who Matt is, but I'm curious. His live audience wants to know too. Who's Matt and what popped? Oh man. Oh, Barney's live unboxing his stuff right now. Yep. Oh, sorry, Barney. Triple B something. Um. So anyway, you yeah. said you said this your your social media thing is growing. It is. How how has it been like reading all the all the comments? Do you have more comments and do you have any negative comments that you're like what the hell? Uh, every now and then I get a negative. I it, actually one of the one of yours that I listened to on the way in was the critiques. Uh-huh. Because I was like that should be funny and it was. <laughs> Cuz I think everybody in business has that same exposure to keyboard commandos. Yeah. And uh I don't know what that magic formula is. Like, if I'm not in the same room with you, I can say whatever the fuck I want yeah. and get away with it. Yeah. Uh, but I've had very little of that. Um, That's good. I, I come across as pretty direct to begin with, and I've been non-apologetic on everything that I've done to date. Yeah. I've had one or two ping in and, and, try, and, get, and try and get verbal, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I just nip it in the bud yeah. really quickly. I had one... Uh, it's been a little over a year ago, and his, it, like I said, I was, I was kind of joking. I, I was like, hey, I noticed that your, uh, your home address is on your Facebook profile. I could be at your house tomorrow morning for breakfast. We can discuss this shit in person. <laughs> <laughs> Complete radio silence. He just yeah. shut the fuck down. Fucking deleted his Facebook. Mouth, 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 mouth. I can come talk to you in person. We can work this shit out. Yeah. Uh, I, I, complete radio silence do you, do you take like those kind of comments personally no not at all no i think it's funny uh, yeah. you can't hurt my feelings because i don't have that's very been many a of those tough one for me yeah, yeah. that's, that's what, what i was gonna say real personal, real personal. you've been associated with tops almost since day one haven't you correct yeah and so so you know like and i'm gonna bring this up and you know i don't really give a fuck and, and usually we don't bring up racism, racism shit but lately well the last two There's just one two guy lives, one guy you know, like, oh, fucking, that fucking Mexican should be on, you know, stuff like that. Like, right. motherfucker, say it to my face, yeah. bitch. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. don't don't go behind the screen. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Go say to that. Blade Show. And tell see. me, you know, if I see him and I got a fucking <clears throat> screenshot of the son of a bitch, mm-hmm. I'm going to drop him on his ass. Right. I'll, I'll go to jail and then, you know, these guys will bail me out. I'll be happy. <laughs> but that. see, that's the difference between an adult and a, and a childish key- keyboard commando. Because yeah. if I'm willing to say it there or on a keyboard, I'll say it to your face. Exactly. And you if know, you're that, not willing to say that how, shit that's to somebody's face, yeah, if you're not willing to say you it know, to somebody's face, I've got a buddy that says if you're not willing to say whatever you're going to say to a town hall meeting, you should keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. That's another. <laughs> that's, right. that's that's a solid way yeah, to say it. Right. I won't ever say anything quietly that I wouldn't say out loud to anybody. 
Yeah, even in and people, I hold like, myself to people that talking shit about knives and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It does. It, it, I'm like, oh, you fucking bastard. But <laughs> but that one's different. Know, that one is, is, is. He's actually attacking you personally. It yeah, doesn't have nothing to do with yeah, knives. That one is right. like more personal. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, that one, like, I understand. My kids see this, you know, my, right. and, and, you know, so. That, yeah, that but then it's a teachable time. moment. Teach your kids how yeah. to, hey, yeah. don't, it, it don't is, be actually. that guy. Be the guy that yeah, punches absolutely. that guy in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah these are the ones that get fucking smacked. You know, yeah. stuff like that. But it just happened, like, recent. And, and like, we were talking, it's going to happen more and more. Right. I, I thought it was a ago. joke. But it's it's the first one that's happened I that bad, like, the that kind of style in a lot, like, that was that, like that's the first one I've seen actually. Too, me too. To be yeah. honest, yeah. like super outward, openly racist. It, right. And, and you know, yeah. like, but see, I'd rather know that somebody's racist. I guess I think I'd rather know that somebody's racist <laughs> than, than not. Than, <laughs> than have them like, if you're this fucking color, you. I'm no, it, I'm <laughs> fucking with you. Like, I mean, I'm just talking. And that's the thing is, nobody's ever. I mean, if anybody <laughs> ever has been racist. racist towards me, I don't know about it. I, I, I don't, don't care. That stuff well, exists. And there's you know. and there's a question too: Is it racist or is it prejudice? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the difference yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really. I, it doesn't bother me because I don't. But see, that's like, the thing. There's always there's always people that try to like it does. So it even goes down to like what side of town you're from, right? So like, there's always it's that, cultural. Yeah, that de- yeah. that divisive it's, stuff is just yeah. I don't. I don't and like and it see, this douchebag just a troll because right. uh, you That's know that exactly was the first cut, and like. then and then the second video we do, like Leo ain't tops. Like this motherfucker don't know me. Right. I fucking started six months after the doors opened. Right. You know. He's yeah. Like, oh, what's yeah, that yeah. bum doing there? Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. You. Everything about he tops is Leo. <laughs> he did call him a bull. Right. He did. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, and even even like. But I mean, wouldn't like. For for real though, wouldn't you rather know that somebody doesn't like you because of something you can't control than not know and have care. them be like? Honestly, I don't care. I want to know but. so I can correct it. Yeah, because because the arbitrary that fat Mexican. Well, that's true with almost every they, Mexican. They didn't say he didn't say fat. Fuck you, Shane. I'm just kidding. Yes, actually, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. He did. But the point is, fuck <laughs> this shit. That guy. <laughs> I had this conversation. Well, yeah, with yeah. yeah. yeah I had this conversation Mexican with a girl that does my social media shit. The way people talk, and the reason that racial jokes exist is because they're fucking funny for a reason. They're See, funny for a stereotypical reason, and most people that have an adult personality can deal with that without getting their feelings hurt. Absolutely. Doing that shit, that's a, that's a personal affront, Yeah, and that's, that's done on purpose, and that guy needs to be slapped right in the head that's for different, it. Yeah, yeah. That's different. Exactly. Right. Yeah, because it was not a joke. That dude <laughs> right. was that's what I tell, racist. That's so. what I tell Craig. Yeah. Like, I love racial humor. It like, makes mm-hmm. me laugh so much, Cause but it's I funny. hate racism. Right. Yeah. Like, it's uh, completely but they're two different. They're two they're completely, completely different, different things. things. One yeah. of those is a condescension bullshit attitude yeah and i i grew up with it i i, I was one of uh t- there was uh my graduating in my high school graduating class there was 26 white kids out of 400 mexicans and indians yeah so i was the other side of that coin in that particular regard i've seen it yeah. it's bullshit yeah like, what difference does it make what color my no, skin is exactly what are you capable of can you do this job i don't give a shit what you look like it yeah. doesn't matter to me and you shouldn't bring it to work yeah, yeah see absolutely. as a hispanic hispanics are one of the most like racial like joke wise right they, but oh yeah but most of them but you guys bring well, it in yourself most that's of them aren't you're actually racist that's it's <laughs> yeah. not it's different it's more driven towards mexicans here because of where we're at yeah like that's we are the i mean our entire population is whites and hispanic yeah 
you know, if you were in Chicago, I'm sure there'd be a lot more black jokes that yeah, are, probably. Yeah. you know, or, you know, yeah, or New York or yeah, New Mexico, yeah. Mexican and Indian yeah, Mexican and some Indians. white kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But all, all that stuff is just, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, this isn't as stupid, but you can, you know, you should be able to take a joke. Yeah. Right. Jokes. I love though. Yeah. yeah. Um, the jokes are hilarious. Some of the worst. What were you laughing at? I, when we were, <laughs> when we were on our way to go golfing in, uh, that Timber Ridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, Timberline, right? Timberline, Timberline. yeah. And we're, it was Leo and I, and I think, I think Jeremiah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We're driving down this, like, random country road, and we're slowed down by this tractor. And there's this white guy out there throwing sprinkler pipe onto this trailer, and we drive by, and I'm just like, God damn it, it just pisses me off. <laughs> and Leo's like, what? And I look over, I was like, man, all these white guys coming out here stealing your fucking jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Total bullshit. <laughs> Man, just, I just can't fucking believe that shit. Such bullshit. Leo didn't even fire him. Yeah. Dude, that shit's funny. Oh, it's, yeah. it's different. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. Oh. Like, I almost fucking went off the road with this. But you can, you can tell when it comes from a place of hate. Right. Like when yeah, it comes you from a place of hate. Yeah, There's no question. And when it comes from a place of just. Looking at the world, like right. you normally see yeah. Hispanics working. So, yeah, it's yeah. like hilarious. It was <laughs> fucking so funny. And, and the thing was that we were quiet, man. We weren't even fucking talking. We had, yeah, word hadn't been said in like 45 <laughs> that minutes. Was, that broke yeah. the silence. That, that was the ice man. That just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. All these white guys pretty bored stealing your jobs. The nerve of these crackers coming in and stealing your work. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ooh. Anyways. <laughs> so now that we got that out of the way, um, so Shane, what did you do in the in the Navy? Uh, I was a SEAL. SEAL. Does that need any? I mean, it, yeah, it's, I want to know. It's, I, it's I, super public now. I mean, it used to be super secret. Now it's super public. When uh, you were so when you were doing it, like while well, you know like while you were in at home or no no, no oh, while you oh, were in, okay. was it still pretty secretive? Like you couldn't really talk about most of it, or so the, the idea is the. Silent professional. Yeah, yeah. This the thing is, and it's the same as like what I'm doing. I wouldn't have a knife business if it wasn't for social media. So social media, as you guys mentioned in your in your complaints, one it's given everybody a voice, and a lot of people that don't really shouldn't really have. They don't a voice. have anything to say. They still right. have a voice. But it, it's to me, it's a lot like um, in in our community. You've got a seals run buds. So our basic course is run by active duty seals. It's not okay. run by some outsourced group. It's us teaching us for future generations. I know a mountain of guys in the teams that are consummate professionals, operators, that have no business ever teaching anybody anything. Those guys should never be instructors, and they usually are not. I think the same thing holds true with the number of people that have a voice. They shouldn't have a voice. Just because you have one doesn't mean you should use it. So... You're supposed to keep it to yourself, but there's money in in advertising. I mean, I'm public about being a SEAL because it's helped me build a brand around knives because it makes sense for people. Oh, he worked. He was a SEAL. He did that kind of that spec ops work. Mike was a spec ops guy, right? Vietnam era. Special Forces. Special Forces. Yeah. Yeah, So that that background gives a platform for a new deal. And and then you get the, well, you, you don't have to work as hard as I have to work. Well, do you know how hard I work to become a SEAL? How about yeah. you go fuck yourself? Okay, yes, I built a knife business in relatively short order by, by the normal means, 
but I worked 20 years and sacrificed my body and my mind all over the globe to have that background to be able to do this. Well, in, uh, in any branch on that side of the fence, that's the hardest work anybody's ever going to have to do right. is to become a SEAL. Like, it's harder to be a SEAL than it is fucking Special Forces or Pararescue or... I, I'll, 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 throw, or I'll, throw the, I'll throw the first stone out there. <laughs> it's not harder, it's different. And the defining line between us and every other spec ops group is the water. That's the defining line. I know, I know uh, OGA guys, like top-tier Army, Marine Corps guys... That as soon as you get them a little wet, they're like, fuck this, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I'm out. Hey, we're going in the ocean at night. Fuck that. Like, <laughs> yeah. guys, just, it's, that's, the, that's the cutoff line between us and every yeah. other special oh, You mean group. we're not going to go to the local pool and do drown proofing? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're actually, the, that's really the defining line. So yeah. it's not that it's more difficult, it's different psychologically. I mean, the idea that you're in the ocean in the dark psychologically fucks most people up. Definitely. So that would, that's, yeah. do you know how to swim? No. Yeah, no. that would definitely fuck you up. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw a I, fucking the, rock in the ocean, that'd be me. The water thing, the I'm I'm cool with swimming and stuff, but the as soon as I see the guys with their with their ankles and hands tied together and like they have to they have to submerge and come back up. It's not a big deal. That's where I lose it's it. Super, it's super relaxing. <laughs> Time up, time up, and let's throw him in the pool. That's I the, see, and I grew up swimming. I love the water. I love doing all that. But as soon as you tie my hands, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking scared now. Therapeutic, some say. It is. It's therapeutic as hell. It's it's one of the it's it's that actually is one of the easiest evolutions in buds. Oh man, psychologically, because they're not beating you up. They're not in your face. They're not oh, fucking I'd with you. I'd almost rather have You're somebody just... yelling at me, telling me I'm worthless, <laughs> and to tie my hands behind my back that. and throw me in a <laughs> fucking pool. You guys do it all the time. That's why I still work here, because I can handle it. But fucking tie my hands behind my back and throw me in the water? Fuck that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So uh, the, the game has changed. Really, really long way to get to the answer to your question you asked. The, the game has changed some. And it's changed because of the 24-hour news cycle and everything mm-hmm. that's kind of happened. And I know you want to avoid the politics, but basically everything that's happened and transpired since 9-11, all of that initially subtle shift, because there wasn't a 24-hour news cycle before no, no, 9-11. No. Yeah. No. There was a regular morning and evening and every now and then a headline, and they saw the value as a business. Oh, that ticker symbol. That they mm-hmm. saw the value of that 24. And so now what's the motivation? The motivation is to keep that news cycle humming all the time. There always has to be a really tragedy. racy, edge of the seat, what the fuck is going on stuff, whether it's really that intense or not. But that's yeah. the mechanism. Yeah, but their headline make it seem and like that's cool. And that's not like even political. Political. No. That's just obvious. Like right. you, you can tell how. But because of that, spec ops groups have yeah. found a niche for. If I, you know, the guy that I know a number of guys that are uh, contributing. Um, they call them the contributing editors to different news sites for certain stories because they have a background that says they have a knowledge in that area. So when something like that transpires, they reach out to these guys, and so there's there's a market for it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, whether it's good or bad, and I, I make this, I've made this joke for a long time. When I was on the East Coast, so I was, uh, I was at Team 8 from 90 to 94, and I think it was 92, the West Coast teams and the BUDS instructors put together a calendar 
They're all in speedos out on the beach and fucking surfboards. It was it, it, to the community. It was a bunch of gay. You guys are fucking retarded. <laughs> They're just really leaning into that Navy thing, aren't but they? I'm, but I'm on the I'm on the East Coast with a bunch of guys that were post Vietnam, and we hadn't been in combat for 25 years. Mm. And a bunch of guys looked like shit in uniform. A bunch of fat, slovenly seals. And they're pissed that there's a bunch of athletes in San Diego making a calendar. Like, are you mad that they made a calendar, or are you mad that you couldn't be in it because you're, you're a fat mad, fuck? Are you mad they look <laughs> which so one, good? Which one are you <laughs> mad at? Are you yeah. mad that they did it because and you couldn't be in it, or are you mad that they did it? And that always triggers people. It's like with the book writing. Yeah, are you mad a, that he wrote the book, or are you mad that you didn't think of it first? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, as a well, fellow I, fat I got a fuck, story I'd probably to tell too. be mad because I couldn't be in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But see, you have you have an avenue to fix that. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's, that's six why months I, of pushing yourself yep, away from exactly. the table, you can or, be in the calendar too. Or, yeah. or create a fat man calendar. There you go. That's yeah. true. Either yeah. of them. But that's what I tell Edgar. Like, whenever like people that are overweight are like, why are they making fun of me? It's because you you do have the opportunity to lose. Yeah, because it's a choice. It is, right. a, it is. It is kind of a choice. Like it's a hard choice for some of us. Right. But it's still a choice. It's simple. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. I say that shit all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. I've got a simple answer for you. It's not an easy answer, but it's a simple yeah. answer. Stop fucking eating. Yeah. The answer is <laughs> work out. Okay. Move more and eat less, or yeah. eat less and move more. One or the other of yeah. those will work for you every time. Yeah. <laughs> so but like it was the I, same I, thing. I he just said it in a different order. Right. He did. Huh? I don't know if you caught that. I did. Uh, okay. But what do you figure? Maybe out of out of the entire planet, maybe a tiny, tiny percentage of a percentage, it's actually genetic. Everybody else made a choice. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna say genetic. Me yeah, me it, too. Let me take a little bit. That's probably genetic. There you go. Yeah. As, 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 we, as we suck down empty calories. <laughs> as we drink bread. Speaking of, I'm all out of empty calories. Um, dang it. I'll only drink half my do you, will liquid you? bread, though. Dylan, so. thank you so much. I got you. So, um, all right. So, so the the SEAL teams. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's one through eight at least. How many how many teams are there? So there's four on each coast. Four uh, on each. Okay. And so the the Navy, the way the Navy is broken down is uh, it's by battle group. Odds are on the west coast. Evens are on the east coast. So even in the major in the main major big Navy. Battle groups are numbered odd on the West Coast and even on the West, or, or even on the East Coast. So the teams are broken down the same way. So there's two, four, and eight, and ten on the East Coast, and one, three, five, and seven on the West Coast. Is there a nine? There's not. That's that's interesting. There's not. And then there's the the favorite. But, that's why but the, it's just because of the odds and evens. And yeah, it's it's just it's it's following the parent because we fall under the Navy as a parent force. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just following that structure. That's all it is. It's the it's the military structure that we follow. All right. So the conspiracy theorist in me is saying that there probably is a nine. It's just super top. There's secret. not the only the odd. <laughs> He's probably Dylan, the nine. Dylan, what do you think? He's probably in the nine. Well, if That's you look, my, if you look at guess. maps, the oddball <laughs> is six or okay. Dev Group or Damneck or I mean, there's it's been public long enough now where everybody's at least somewhat aware of it if they follow it at all. Yeah. And that's the and that's the oddball and they are. The OGA, so OGA is above Airborne and Rangers. They're the top tier of that spec ops. Damneck is the top tier of our okay. spec war platform. Gotcha. The biggest difference between them and all the other commands, money. Mm. Why they, isn't there they, a nine? Funding. It's just the way they numbered the them. I, did they, I don't know that there's any rhyme or reason to how they chose those numbers. Just because there's one extra team on one coast. Right. Oh, okay. And so they were 
the odds oh, on the okay. one and even oh, okay. on the other. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, so it, the big difference is training accessibility and money. Those guys at those top-tier units have really big money. budgets. <laughs> really yeah, big budgets. Yeah, like near unlimited funding. Well, and then we, and then we fell under, in the, uh, in the early mid-'90s, we fell under SOCOM uh, command. Mm-hmm. So they stood up Special Operations Command as a formal command, and that was a fallout from the first Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a ton of wanting to work together to go in and do that first desert storm and a whole bunch of inability to pull it off because of so much different languages between the forces. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, a, there was not enough compatibility. And so the powers that be saw they, we got a problem. We need to fix this shit because moving forward as the globe gets smaller from technology, there's more and more need for particularly spec ops. We've done more in the last 20 years than we did probably in the last 60 combined. Because of because, because of the that. job required our particular skill set. Because now it's not like a, you're not facing big armies. It's not really right. ground war. Yeah, it's 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 more in your backyard yeah. kind of thing. It's not it's not government against government so much as it's secular pieces with a big government trying to manage it. Yeah, and it's our management role in that is exactly that. We're trying to management for a global economy. It doesn't have anything to do with expanding our particular brand of bullshit it has to do with managing and monopolizing a world economy if there's unrest in the middle east where most of the oil goes to most of the world and that's not managed properly that corrupts and affects economies all over the globe makes sense so we basically become a global police force you know then that's a u.n nation combined deal that we seem to foot the bill about 90% of, because nobody else wants to pay to play. They just want to be, they just want to participate. They just want to part of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So what was your, what was your job? I mean, if we get too much into this, because no, no, this I'd, stuff interests me a, a lot. I got no problem. And, and <laughs> to my credit or detriment, I'll, uh, I, don't, I don't see anything as being secret. The thing is, the, the, the military secrecy has nothing to do with a, anything being secret it has to do with compartmentalization. If this hand doesn't know what this hand's doing, it's technically a secret. But after Benghazi, you saw how quickly the media knew what questions to ask to get to the root of what happened over there. Mm-hmm. That structure has been in place for decades. Nobody knew the right questions to ask until it accelerated to the point of loss of life. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they're like, oh shit, well if we ask this, so you guys are doing this in every country, oh suddenly it's all not secret anymore. Well, it was never secret. It just, the right questions weren't being asked. Okay. Okay. So, um, I started as a brand new guy with no ability and a lot of bad attitude. Uh, so I carried a radio and then I was a 60 gunner. My goal was always to be a point man. And so my last three deployments, I was a point man on uh, demo and air. Those were my, those were, so I was a point man for the platoon and I did, I love blowing shit up shit there's nothing more <laughs> rewarding than blowing shit up every guy i've ever talked to that has does something up. that blows oh. stuff up loves it it's like their this favorite thing in the world Shit is giggly fun there's <laughs> nothing about it that's not hilarious <laughs> there's a from the original what's um it's one of those old bronson movies uh the dirty dozen the french guy and he quote his quote is something along the lines of "There is no problem in humanity that can't be used that can't be solved with the proper 
uh, application of explosives. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds. I think that is what that's from. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that phrase. Yeah, I, I probably just butchered the shit out of it, but it's something that, that actually that, that might have actually been Confucius. Like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. But I always liked. Uh, I always liked jumping as well, and so all of the air stuff, uh, any any rope work or uh, or air work, I always yeah. enjoyed. Did you ever do that, Dylan? I I was a parachute rigger. Oh, okay. You Were you army? Did you ever yeah. blow stuff okay. up? Yeah, I was army. Seventeen years. Okay. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, I was a rigger. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. pack and shoots, mm-hmm. jumping, um, did all kinds Were of Were you free fall so. as well? Never went Halo. No. no. Nope, never went Halo. I, um, uh, I asked for it for my first 10 years of active duty, and I never could get it because I was too new, and we weren't doing it ourselves. So, I, uh, I did an Ironman in New Zealand in 2001, and uh, they had a drop zone right on the run course. And so, when it was all over, I, was, I, I went with a group, and everybody wanted to go do a tandem jump. So I went over and I was like, all right, I'll do the tandem jumps. So I'm sitting behind this, in front of this guy on the tandem. I was like, hey, do you guys teach skydiving? He's like, yeah, we can, we can get you in. I'm like, sweet. So I paid out of pocket in New Zealand to get my free fall certification. See, and I did civilian side. Came home to active duty and got free fall school. I'm like, you dicks. <laughs> I, just paid, I just paid $2,400 out of pocket to learn how to do this shit. Now you're going to give it to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Skydiving on the on the civilian yeah. side, but never never free falling. I wanted to keep doing it when I got out, but it's too expensive. Fuck yeah! I didn't realize how expensive shit was until I got out. I you know I got paid to do all that shit for years. I never hoarded ammo. I bought a three hundred eight when I got out of the navy, and I went to buy ammo. I was like, it's it's how much? No, yeah. I just want a box. Yeah, that's a box. Shit, I should have hoarded ammo for more. Right. Especially now. Yeah, yeah. yeah even more so. Yeah. yeah. And Dylan's afraid of heights. Certain so, well, heights. he was certain <laughs> heights. Yeah, like he won't jump off a bridge into water, but he'll I jump. I don't know. That's necessarily a fear. That's just a survivability thing, right? Yeah. And then you have to override that survivability thing to do the job. Yeah, that's yeah. why I, I for necessity. Yeah. I don't have to jump off this bridge into the water to go swimming. I can walk my but ass to could. the ground. It's way more fun. It's way more fun to jump down the to jump. It is. It's way more fun. Well. It's not going to happen. Just close your legs. To each their right. own. Don't don't forget that step. Point your toes. Yeah. Yep. Point your toes. Yep. Close your legs. I've done some. Yep. I've done some big ones. If your you, balls get hurt, I've done really water. Bad. I've done water. And jumps. if you flat foot, you can stone bruise your feet. Yeah. Ooh, slap in the water I've really hard. That. I've, I've done, done that. that. Yeah. Like, oops, <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna suck oh, tomorrow. Well, I'm never gonna do that. I mean, <laughs> that was because I can't swim and I'm afraid of heights. Just wear a life jacket. I'm just a mess. Just wear a life jacket. Yeah, no. You'll float? No, I'm not going to. Come back up. This is not going to happen. Eventually, right. you'll surface. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell yeah, you what's funny is. Definitely never going to do it now. Going to Navy boot camp and seeing how many people go to Navy boot camp and don't know how to swim. Really? You joined the Navy. <laughs> well, it's just going to be on a boat. What if it sinks? <laughs> well, I got to sh- learn boat. how to swim. Like, there was a mountain of guys in boot camp. Like, I don't know how to fucking swim. Do they just get kicked out or do they actually get taught? No, they get taught. Really? That's cool. And if they Maybe can't, they join if, the Navy. if they're too overwhelmed to learn, then they get cycled out of the they system. They get cycled out. Yeah. yeah. yeah you should do it, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you might have reached the maximum yeah, age limit for... Yeah, for <laughs> what is the maximum age limit? Uh, depends. Uh, for us, for SEAL specific, it's 28. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm told. But you can get a four-year waiver for prior active service. So, I, But I've known a couple of guys that have gone through in their mid-30s by just asking long enough. Do it, Jesus. I still want to learn to swim. Like yeah. I don't know if I still can, but... The YMCA. Yeah, I should go. Yeah. I, should I was going to say the Aquatic Center. The Aquatic Center. Yeah. To a gate. 
club and ask if they can teach me how to sing. Uh, I mean, how to swim. Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> you he should. told me to go wherever they play YMCA. So you should I'm go. Here. That is where you should go. Right. No, I think that would that would be a really interesting conversation. <laughs> you guys teach me the doggy paddle. That's a whole different thing, huh? <laughs> uh, probably. That's a no from. I've got the style <laughs> down. I just need the paddle now. Yeah, right? <laughs> what else? Oh, what else? Yeah. <clears throat> um, how many? De- how many deployments did you do? You said uh, you were. You, well, I mean, I guess you said you went all over the world, right? So, right. Yeah. Well, that, I did both coasts. Um, a lot of guys finish buds and go to the go to one coast, mm-hmm. and they stay there their whole careers, and so they see. So, the, did you switch teams? I did. Okay. Uh, so I, I got a I got a scholarship to go to college. I was young and dumb and full of I can fix shit. Oh, John. And so I John. decided I wanted to get in a commission, become an officer, so I could change the things that I saw that were fucked up in the Navy. <laughs> so I put in for a... <laughs> John's laughing. That's, a, that's <laughs> ambitious. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. Fuck, yeah. I was motivated. I was 24. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I picked up a scholarship to go to college. So I went to, scholarship, uh, went to school in Arizona on a ROTC scholarship. I lost the scholarship because of calculus and calculus-based physics, but I finished the degree and I went back on active duty on the West Coast because it was a shorter move for the Navy to move me from Arizona to San Diego than from Arizona back to Virginia. Okay, so you started and, on Team 8. Yeah, and I started you, in Virginia. And you moved to and, a different one? And then I went to college and then I went to Team 3 on the West Coast. Coronado. Okay. Right on. Yeah. What's the difference between like team what you would do at Team 8 and Team it 3? It used to be really different. Um when I was at eight, eight was stood up. Uh, I just missed being a plank owner at eight, meaning being there like uh, like he was almost a plank owner of Tops Knives. From its inception. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got there about five and a half months after they commissioned the team. Um, so eight was put together as kind of a desert warfare command. Uh, at the time, four was a jungle command on the East Coast. And two was a cold weather command on the East Coast. And then on the West Coast, they had the same thing. They had jungle command, cold weather command. And then they were throwing together, because of the first desert storm, they were putting together a desert training. In the 90s, when we fell under SOCOM, they kind of they changed that command training grouping and turned it into, now it's a complete command, deploys to an area of operation. Or they'll split if we've got, say, Africa and, and the Middle East are both hot, which they have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the command will split and either it'll go half and half, uh, CENTCOM and, and uh, AFRICOM, or it'll do two-thirds and a third or something along those lines. So now everybody's kind of training to do all, all climates, jungle, cold, desert, oh, okay. across the board. What's so there's been, a lot of, there's been a lot of growth in the last 20, 25 years. What's the toughest climate? Uh, to who? For you. For you. That's because that's, that's a really open-ended question. Yeah. I fucking hate the cold. The cold? I was going to say cold because I, downstairs I heard you talking about how you'd much rather work in I, the heat I would. than anything. So, so I had hypothermia in buds and I got heat stroke in my first platoon. So my internal thermometer is fucking, it's bad. I run about 90, 95, 96 degrees instead of 98 Six. So I run cool in general. So because of that, the cold affects me more both physically and psychologically. I can still work in it, but I just don't like it. And you spend most of your life cold and wet in the teams. And being cold and wet is just fucking miserable. And and once you're you're a, a 
casualty to either hypothermia or heat, I mean, you're, you're always going to be more susceptible Yeah, you to tend it. to be. And because I've had both extremes, I'm just psychologically, I feel better in the warmth. I just like being warm. Hmm. I, the older I get, the less I like either extreme. I just assumed it was spring or fall all year round. Right, 65, 65 degrees yeah. year round. Yeah, 70 during the day and 48 at night, and I'd be happy forever. But yeah, That so. happens like that here for like a couple weeks. Yeah. there's Yeah, there's a couple weeks that's nice. <laughs> Not yeah. in a row, though. No, 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 we, you no, you don't want to get, get too used to it. Yeah, we got no. six inches of snow three fucking days ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> did that snow that blew through that, here on, uh, we got on Tuesday, did yeah, it get all the way here? Because I drove up sure. out of Salt Lake, and it was nice in Salt Lake. I was like, well, I'll just keep heading to Boise, and I got up into the past. <laughs> yeah. It was like at least two or not, or probably three inches at my house, and the day before that, uh, we were like it was 70, 70, yeah, it was like seventy two. Yeah, yeah, I was wearing like shorts yeah. and hanging out outside. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. Yeah, and it got it got bad. There was that accident where that older yeah, gentleman died. A, that there was, was a, sad that as shit. Yeah, guy yeah. guy got out of his car to try to, to help go help somebody. somebody that had slid off the road and somebody hit him. And somebody, somebody hit him. him. Well, he was he tried he was trying to cross the street, the two right. southbound lanes. So right. and he was eighty one or eighty five, eighty five years old, and a seventy one year old gentleman that was driving a truck just. That yep. sucks, man. That's yeah, shitty, fucking way shitty. At least they both had full lives. That's true. Yeah, I mean, were, those those guys driver, are both over the age of average for men. Yeah, the driver. Yeah. I think the driver lived. I mean, the, the driver, driver was, was fine, right? Okay, it was, yeah. it was yeah, just yeah. the guy that he hit. Yeah, yeah. just the guy he hit. But but that still sucks yeah. for his family. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, that's not something you want to have to live with is mm. running running somebody over just driving down the road. Right. That's. But yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> For real, yeah, that's big yeah, ups. Yeah, you got to be able to write that shit off, or you're gonna, or you're gonna be miserable the rest of your life. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe too soon, but at least that 71 year old can say he literally has done everything in his life. That's right. Now. Yeah, I've even driven over another human. Fuck, my baby. Wow. Okay, <laughs> we just lit the dumpster on fire. Oh well, you know. <laughs> um, so okay, so you don't like the cold. What what was so. Is buds the hardest part of being a seal, or does it get harder afterward? Like, are there harder times? It's, or is it's it really... funny. Being in buds, you know, the instructors are operating team guys, and they'll tell you, you should quit now because it's worse when you get to the teams. And mm -hmm. what's funny about that is it's true. Okay. The job is worse than the training. The training sucks. But it prepares but it you for that. It sucks in a controlled, controlled confined, mm -hmm. absolute environment. Yeah. When you go start working, the suck is real world and life threatening. So it's it's a different it's it's a higher level of suck because the cost is higher. Um, there have been guys that have been lost in training over the years, but it's very very rare. Um, right, right. The amount of high risk training that goes on in our particular community and the lack of actual accidents is kind of staggering. Uh, the way we manage it, it's it's very well managed. So. You know, when I was in Hell Week, you should quit. It's going to be worse. I'm like, there's no fucking way it's going to be worse. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting mind. for my first platoon on the East Coast, and back then you didn't. So now you come out of buds, you go to SQT, and you get a trident, and you're, you get a trident going to the command, the warfare pin. Mm -hmm. Now, when I did it, you went to a command completely naked, and they gave you basically you had a, a probationary period, six months to a year where they graded you at everything you did, and if you weren't measuring up, they'd kick you to the fleet. So while you're in that probationary period back then, 
you were a guinea pig for the platoons that were mm-hmm. doing workups and going on deployments. So you worked what they called op for. So you did, you were the down pilot that they came into the beach to pick up or whatever, whatever it happens to be. And I did some, I did some op four training where I was the guinea pig, where I just got my ass handed to me. And I'm like, this is so much worse than buds. <laughs> this is horrible. Why am I doing this? And then two days later, you're on a range blowing shit up. You're like, God, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. So it's, it's kind of, it's like the weather, you know, some mm-hmm. days it's great and other days it's not. And you just keep looking forward to the good days. Yeah, I don't think it's sense. any different than any, than any other enterprise. You remember the good shit way more than you remember the bad shit. Is it true that a lot of it is more psychological than it is physical? No, there's absolutely no question of it. Uh, the, the physical CrossFit has changed the physical landscape of the human machine. I mean, it truly has. And there are kids that are doing CrossFit now that are 10 times the athlete that I was when I went through Buds, and I went through from beginning to end. Wow. So it, it, there's no question in my mind that it's 95% mental. Wow. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm no SEAL, but everything that I've done in my life, that's, that rings true. It like, you know what I mean? just looking like, at you like, never, <laughs> never, never would I have been a SEAL. There's no way. Really? Never, never would I have made it to that level of anything. But like those Spartan races that I did, it's right. the same thing. Like that was way more mental than it was right. physical. Like at the end of the race, I'm tired, but there was way more, there were way more opportunities to be like, fuck this, I'm out. Yep. Then there were opportunities to be like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop because I just can't because I'm too tired. Right. You know, and and so I think everything is like that. Yeah. Yeah, like that. You know. Yeah, but did you die? Well, and that's the like, thing. Actually, right? has a lot of meaning to it. It yeah. does. Yeah. Quitters quit. Yeah. And if you quit when it's a little hard, it's easier to quit every time after that. Yep. And it is. It's a psychological thing. That's and that's very much. I mean, that's life oriented. Yep. Do what do you do when shit gets really difficult? Are you overwhelmed? Are you overcome by events? Or do you figure out a way to maneuver through? Because everybody has a it sucks story. Yeah, or cry because Jesus just cries. Right. And Damn. And it doesn't no, matter. Cry. Damn. <laughs> I'm not crying. He's about to. <laughs> You're crying. <laughs> You're crying. I have an allergy. <laughs> yeah, allergies. <laughs> but and, you know, no matter how bad it gets, somebody's got it worse than you. Yeah. You know, that's one of my favorite sayings. Like, I can, I can wreck your world. And go across the street and find somebody that's got a shittier deal than you've got right this second Yeah. on oh, yeah. a day-to-day basis. So is it really that bad? And that's just a matter of being able to separate out what's real and what's not. And we've become a really entitled society because oh, yeah. life's become very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have this entitled kids that have never had to do anything. And I don't mean like parents give them chores. I mean like literally you have to do this or tomorrow we don't, you don't, we don't have either. heat. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a completely different way to live. And we just, we're not that way anymore. There's other parts of the world that still live like that. And we call those places shitholes because we don't recognize it as where we came from. And it's yeah. a failing, it's a failing on a lot of our parts. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Like my, my wife is Guatemalan and mm-hmm. when we go and visit her family, there's the house that we stay in does not have running water. Right. So if you don't have the tap open when the water gets turned on by the city, when they decide to turn it on, you don't get any, you water. don't get water or you go buy some mm-hmm. and that's it. You don't have, you don't, there's, there's two options. You either get the water when it comes or you go buy some water or you go or where you the water is and you carry water. it back. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then they're not, 
we're, there's people worse off than them too, where yeah. they don't even have that yeah, option. That's not yeah. even an option. Yeah, yeah. 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 where the, the yeah. city turning it on isn't even no. in the cards. Yeah. No. Where they have you to actually take go, a bucket to the, yeah, river to the river and you get whatever water is in the river, and it's probably not great. Yeah. yeah. Now, that was for five years, four years. Does that make <laughs> those people less than us? Not even just a little bit. To me, to me, I respect them more. It's just different, right? Like they're yeah. That takes balls. They're it's gonna, just different. They're so much more resourceful than we yeah, are. Yeah, they are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If I'm thirsty, I can walk to the kitchen. Yep. Or turn hey, on my can you bring me a bottle of water? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, why have, that's why you have yeah. kids, isn't it? So you yeah. got a gopher? Yeah. Hey, go give me that and bring it over here. <laughs> yeah. I've got my kitchen sink. I got a Brita filter in the fridge, yeah. and I got four cases of water in my garage. Yeah. Like, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Is there yeah. something that somebody who's <clears throat> weak-minded in certain areas that they can do to improve or is it like kind of genetics where you're kind of screwed I, or, I, or the way you grew up not that's based genetics, on the individual I, I think that's a that's a hugely open-ended question and it's I mean it's psychology based and psychology is a mystery because we still don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. the brain how the brain works I'm convinced that anybody can do anything that they set their mind to if they're physically capable of that thing yeah the idea that anybody's capable of anything is the biggest bullshit sales pitch that's ever existed because anybody can't do anything. No. There's certain things that I simply will never be physically capable of. But within the realm of things that I'm capable of, yeah. I can do any of those things that I put my mind to. God, I want to go to the gym after this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, you, you should. I'm not drinking more beer. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Nothing is this one. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody believes that anyway. <laughs> I get really motivated for like five minutes at a time sometimes. Right. And I'm going to just keep hearing this podcast all over and over. No, that's, why the they, thing is, that's why they say like the, the thing you have to do is just get up and do something. Right. Like even if it's just for one minute. Mm-hmm. Because after that, you kind of, but even that. So the thing is, Jesus, <laughs> it's not that you don't do anything. It's you don't necessarily do physical things. You spend a lot of time reading and Dude, listening my, right. to things. If and my mind like, was a learned, muscle, it'd be you pretty learn tough. You learn shit but, all the time. But yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're. You're following this stock thing more than like some stockbrokers are. Right. Yeah, and I I do need to focus on the physical part because like right. I know down it's the road it's it, right. There's not gonna be a down the road if I don't. Well, do and, it, the, and the older and the older you get, the worse the it the, the worse it weighs be, yeah. on you. So my uh, my best friend from college is now a fat Mexican, and and I say that <laughs> as lovingly as I can. Respect, yeah. He's he's a he's he's he used one to be of my a skinny white guy. He's one of my <laughs> best <laughs> friends. Yeah. So when we were in college together, he was 163 pounds. He's five foot seven, 163 pounds. And out of our ROTSA unit was Navy and Marine Corps combined. There was 160 some odd kids in that unit. He was the fastest runner out of all of them for years. Wow. We got, we finished college. I went back to the teams. He went into the computer world, uh, software, design, engineering, sales, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. He ballooned up. I, I, I don't know when the last time he saw his dick without a mirror was. <laughs> now he, we should ask him. We, we can. Yeah. We can. We can call ask. Him. We can ask Lou the last time he saw his Get dick him without a mirror. Yeah, call him. Uh, Get him on the phone. What better time than now? right? Right now, when he hears this, he'll be like that motherfucker, and he'll go. Yeah, and he's right. So we talked about it. I was four years back on active duty, and he was nearing three hundred pounds. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, well, you have to work out for our living. You you have to stay in shape. So this was the question I posed to him. I was like, when you buy clothes, how do you buy clothes? He's like, well, I try on clothes, that f- and when they're comfortable, I buy them. So he said, see, that's your problem. I know what size my waist is, and when those pants don't fit me, I stop fucking eating. I don't work out any harder than you do. I work out for work because I have to be fit to work. But if my clothes don't fit, I don't buy the next bigger clothes. I fit myself into, those, into the clothes that I should be wearing. 
I'm an adult. I'm not changing size unless I'm expanding. Well, you make it sound so simple. It is simple. It's just not easy. It's not, not easy. easy. I like that. <laughs> yep. yep. You should make that into a poster or something. Yep. That's, that's a good one. All right. That's a good one. Right. It probably yeah. is a poster somewhere. It probably, probably is. It yeah. probably is. Yeah. What else you got? Jesus, no, I was going to ask him about his, about his logo. Because uh, uh, I, I imagine your initials. It's my first and last initials. First and last name. Yeah. And it's my social security number. Just one, <laughs> <letter>. <laughs> <Just> one number. <laughs> one number. So, He's been uh, alive for a long time. The, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was one of the first 10. <laughs> when, uh, when I was on the East Coast, everybody, you, you label your gear because everybody works together and mm. you travel together. And so all of your gear is labeled so it's easy to separate out. So you can find your shit and go to work. In the time that I was out in college, when I came back on active duty, one of the big pushes when I came back on active duty, they wanted you to put your first and last initial and the last four of your social security number on all of your gear. If you know anything at all about a social security number, the only part that's personal to you is the last is four. The, last four. Mm-hmm. the first three are a region designator. The next two are a, lo- are a local designator. The last four are you. I travel internationally with the military. Why in the fuck would I put the last yeah. four of my social security number on all of my gear? That's retarded. Yeah. So I went round and round with the instructor staff when I came back on active duty about putting my social security number on my gear. I had an aunt that was into Chinese numerology. And she, and she says, so any number in, based off Chinese numerology can be distilled down to a single digit zero through nine uh-huh. by simple addition. So I was sitting at the house one weekend after having this argument again, I'm like, I wonder what my social security number is by Chinese numerology. So I added it up until I got to a single digit. It's nine. Wow. So it's my social security <laughs> so number. It is and my social security number. All That's right. Cool. I'm convinced now that this is a conspiracy. <clears throat> he was on SEAL Team 9, and he can't fucking tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a right. secret. It's, so it's he, top secret. It's that is, he was in. Secret. And yeah. the fact yeah. that you know about it now, Fuck, we're going to have to talk after oh, we get done shit. with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. shit. Do it outside, guys. It's been real nice knowing you all. Do you have one of those things from Men in Black that you can do? Do you have one of those flashy thingies? Flashy thingies is what the technical term is. Leo, I'll have one. I'll have my resume for you for <laughs> Monday morning. Can I have your, oh, can I have your iPad? I'm going to start. My, maybe <laughs> I want your not. IPad. I mean, we'll see. Maybe. But I'm going to start looking into this. Maybe Silty your guitar. exists, and I'm going to fucking find it. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take your guitar, too. <laughs> when you find it, let me know, because I want to meet some of the guys that are on it. I think he, I think you're on it. It's just that's why there's a nine <laughs> in his logo. Everybody, that, everybody that's in the teams is like... What's up, bro? And they know, but nobody else knows until right it's, now. It's Fight right? Club. Yeah. The first yeah. rule of Fight Shit. Club. Right. We don't talk about Fight sorry. Club. He's okay, he's I'm over sorry. here whispering now, now, now into the color Fuck. of his T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> they found us out. Oh, <laughs> okay, everybody, it's just a joke. Between, they're, they're Between Shane and the Canadian mob, you're, yeah, you're not going to make it till next year. Fuck. They're waiting for you at your house oh, right now. Fuck. Yeah. All right, as long as they don't touch my wife and kids, we're good. Yeah. They can touch me all they want. <laughs> That is not how I meant that. But I understand why you would make that joke. That was low-hanging fruit. God damn it. Is it low-hanging fruit? It was. It is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. All right. So SEAL Team 9 exists. Continue. Carry on. That's, that's what you got out of this. Yeah. Whole that's that's, that's, that's what I understood from, from all of that. That's where we've yes. arrived. So I originally, my original mark was the SH and 9 in a triangle with the trident. Mm. The Navy has, a, from what I understand, the Navy has trademarked the Trident, 
and they started going after the guys that do books and all the guys that are being super public. Marines, and Marines did the same thing. Same with thing. Guys that are yeah. bringing bad publicity back to our community. They started nailing that down, and I heard rumor. I was changing my logo anyway because the the trident as an engraved mark. It should I think it's on. Yeah, it's on this one. It's really, really hard to make out. If you know what it is, it's very obvious. But if oh, you don't okay. know what it is, it looks like just some fucking weird bird. Oh, okay. Well, with the idea of getting into forging, I wanted to be able to hot stamp my forge stuff. Mm-hmm. That, I couldn't get that kind of detail in a forge stamp. Mm-hmm. So I was in the process of rebranding anyway. Yeah. And so this was what I came up with, the shield, and, and still got the trident. Yeah, and that's one of the things about logo design, that right. you, your logo is supposed to be visible small right. or big. And, and I didn't know that so, when yeah. I started. I did it for a long time, and I was like, this looks cool, and I just yeah. went with it. And then I started talking to people that were smarter than me, like, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, of course I am. Yeah, that's one of the things. That you, <laughs> and there's there's <laughs> not necessarily just like one logo. You can have like your your like a word mm-hmm. a word type. and Right. You, combined, it's your, it's your... You want to see it? I do. Nope. <laughs> Dylan was hoping I'd go left with it, but <laughs> I know. I know. He's he's just, yeah. Gonna, yeah, he was like, I just put it down, and then I was like, <laughs> when, he, when he handed it to Jesus, I was like, oh. And then when Jesus <laughs> handed it to the right, I was like, oh. Okay. I see. I look up, and the fucking dude was like, but I'm, the, put it but I'm the dipshit that rides in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it already, then. <laughs> you look at it all the time. That's right. So how many models do you have, like, active, um, or I'm not sure how I would ask. Uh, as far as blade designs? Yeah, blade yeah. designs. Too many. Um, that was one, well, that was like one of my, I was one of the first little ones that 480? I did. 480? I don't know if I've got that many. I've got a bunch of different. <laughs> <Does> we do. Fucking. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I started with, uh, I started you with flex the your muscles, he'll flex his. <laughs> <laughs> I started with the tracker. That was one of the first ones, and I did a really big version of that with, a, with an extended handle so you could swing it more like a hatchet. The, uh, my, my version of the tracker and a kukri were my first pieces, but they're big and they're fun, but they really don't serve a purpose. And so I started getting questions about something more like everyday carry, and so I did uh, my original everyday carry line was a drop point, a clip point, think, a spear point. I think you would get you, you, were, you were getting a lot of... Uh, uh, um Concealed carry a lot of right, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I did a, a, a drop, a spear, a clip, a mini kook, and a, and a tonto that my brother calls a spleen splitter. Spleen splitter, and nice. and, 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 nice. and he named yeah. that one. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Now name the rest of them. He's like, nope, I'm one and done. That's, that's all, all I got. got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't carry you all the way. <laughs> so the it, clearly the smaller stuff sells better. It's more usable for the vast majority of people. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. so I moved in that direction. And I have, with the forging stuff, I kind of, I don't really chase a shape. I start beating on a piece of steel. And when it starts presenting something that looks like a blade to me, I follow that. So, so it's more of not. an artistic release than, nice. it is a, than it is a, this is the blade. And so. So you're, all of your forged knives are one of a kind. The, I haven't no. repeated a forged knife yet. I get close. I make a I make a Santoku style kitchen knife, mm-hmm. and when I forge those, I forge those with an integral handle, so they have the same. Just it's just naked forged steel with the scalloping in it, mm-hmm. fit to the hand, so they balance really nice. And I like that blade shape, so I <clears> pursue <throat> that shape in a kitchen knife. But with my smaller stuff, if it looks a little like a clip point, I'm good with that. If it looks a little like a drop point, I'm good with that. I don't really care. 
Mm-hmm. I just want it to be a functional forged piece that's in the right size parameters. Right. And I like a big broad blade and I like a big thick spine. A Santoku is kind of like a, almost like a sheep's foot, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's a Japanese style uh, spine shape and it's got less radius than like a standard French yeah, chef's like knife. Yeah, like a little bit of a curve, but not Yeah, much. it's, it's, uh, it's more radius at the nose and a little flatter at the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I kind of blended the French and the Santoku for my own shape, but it performs well and I make it somewhere between seven and 10 inches. Okay. And when I forge it, whatever I end up with is what I end up with. Nice. And so, the, so that one you, you're not even, it's not that you're trying to make the exact same knife over and over, but no. you're making that style mm. on purpose, but everything right. else is just kind of, it turns into what it turns right. into. That's cool. Yeah. I and, like I, that. and I've gotten now because I have a, because I have a power hammer and I've got the ability to work more steel. I've figured out with the pieces of spring that I have, like I can cut a certain section out of a coil spring and know how much knife I can get out of Mm -hmm. that. And so I'll separate the handle out and then I'll leave. And I do integral handles on almost all of my forged stuff. So, so, um, a leaf spring, usually Mm -hmm. the thickness is about three eighths, correct? Yeah. Depending on what they came off of. I've got Um, stuff that's all the way up almost to an inch because my brother's a diesel mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. That's semi. So out of a three eighths, just, just to give people an idea, three eighths, uh, six inch piece. How big? How long of a blade can you get? Jesus, I could get two Santokus out of a six inch three eighths because it's usually about three inches wide. That's enough steel to get two Santokus out of it six inches long. That's a lot of steel to work out to about a three sixteenths okay. finished length. Yeah, um, I made a, I made a full, and I'm, I'm working on a second one right now out of a, a three by three block of three quarter inch off of a big truck spring that I'm getting a full 12-inch cam uh, hatchet with an integral head, with a, with a hammer head out of it. So oh, it's shit. an integral. It's a full forged piece. I forge the handle out, and then I forge the head out of the, out of the, pe- out of the leftover, and I just split that little block in half. It weighs 33 ounces when it goes in the forge, and when I finish, it's about 26 ounces. Damn. And it's a full cam hatchet with a hammer head, all integral. That's cool. Badass. Yeah, right now as as we speak, we're we're working on the little <clears throat> a little shop behind the behind this shop. Really, a uh, little custom. It's gonna be the Sweet. custom. And uh, I'm thinking of putting in one of them. Um, what's it called? That that hammer. Um, oh, you didn't tell me what you were looking at yet. It's a big. Uh, are, the, are you talking about the big blue? You're talking about big, big blue? blue? Yeah. yeah. Is that actually a brand? I just thought it, it was the nickname no, of big the one. Big blue is a brand. Big oh, blue is okay. a brand. Yeah. yeah, see, I don't know shit about power <clears throat> yeah, hammers. Big blue, I just big thought blue. that was the nickname yeah, they, of the one, one on Forged and Fire. No, yeah. no, no, they do They do presses and hammers both. Yeah, they do okay. presses and hammers. Okay, okay. Yeah. right on. So that is actually a brand. That it is. is. I did not realize that. And that's one that I want to bring in. It's probably the bigger one. Right. Yeah, I did. I went with Anyang on mine. It's... Sadly, it's Chinese, but it's the best on the market right now, which also is sad. Um, yeah. They're, the, the, the power hammer, the Anyang power hammer is scaled down from their industrial shit. So they took a proven design, and they, when they do the pour, they pour all of the airlines internal. So there's, no, there's virtually no Nothing moving exposed, parts that yeah. can go bad. Uh, their power, their, their uh, press is also all steel hydraulic lines instead of... Uh, Instead of rubber lines that have to be replaced on a on a regular, um, and it's called the, the Anyang A N Y A N G. Uh, James Johnson out of uh, Fort Worth, Texas, is the Anyang American distributor, distributor. and he's he's really a good guy. Yeah. I've done business. You're the with third him person I hear that from, and and the hammer is that. spectacular. It's quiet, 
and it'll, I've got a 55 and it'll do the work of a much bigger hammer because it's got a sand. So I put uh, almost so, 400 so pounds of sand So one thing we were actually base. talking about today, and, and we had a guy that's going to do a concrete. Um, how much floor do you have underneath that? Uh, when I drilled it out, I had between four and uh, between five and seven inches on the whole thing. And so up to a 55, even an 88 will work on that without worrying about separating out any bigger than that. They say you either need a much thicker foundation or a separate or an, an isolation block for your hammer. Okay. And I, I know a guy in, uh, Cruces, he's a, a life blacksmith. He teaches at the, uh, New Mexico tech down in Las Cruces. He's got a Chambersburg that came off of a Navy ship from the uh, San Francisco shipyards from oh, World War II. It's, I think it's a 39, 40, 41, 42 year model. It's a 460 pound hammer. He's got it mounted on a six foot thick concrete base and he can move my truck 75 yards from his shop with that hammer. Damn. It's, it's, but he can also drive a nail a 16th of an inch at a time. <laughs> it's amazing. Cool. Yeah, the control in those That's things insane. is spectacular. So, so it's a ton of fun to play around with. Oh, I bet. and it's a whole I other. Bet. It's a whole other because you guys have been doing stock removal. Have you mm-hmm. ever done any forging yourself? No, never have. Oh, it's you're gonna you're gonna completely yeah. upturn your you're gonna upturn your world. It's so much fun. I'm looking forward to it from from just putting a grinder and a table in there. Yeah. Now I got fucking a forge bathroom. Fucking, I got a bunch of shit going into that thing. Wow. Yeah, he started kind of small and it Click turned it. into something a lot larger. <laughs> he uh-huh. expand, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens like, in a like, hurry. I'm just going to put a little shop in there. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. to, it, like kicking from, corn from out of the two house. days ago, he's like, <laughs> uh, I'm going to need a power hammer. I'm going to put a bathroom in here. I'm going to get a forge. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. Like, yeah. All the guys that yeah. I talked to recommended going bigger than you think you want for room to grow. Yeah. I went 55. I could have gotten away with a 33. I went with a 55, and when I went to pick the 55 up, if he'd had an 88, I would have just graded. I would have just moved up. Moved up to that. Um, I could do hammers with my 55; it'll do the work. It'd just take a little bit longer. So the uh, that so <laughs> what we were reading earlier is is most of those companies they're recommending like 24 inches of concrete for something for like a 50 pound hammer. Now, is see, that- I think I I think it depends on the design of the hammer, and I don't know how okay. much. So the Anyang is a completely the motor runs an internal air compressor. So it's an air hammer, but it's its own air compressor. So that's what the motor's running. It's not okay. running the hammer itself. And because their base is fillable with sand, I got almost 400 pounds of sand in the base of mine, and the thing weighs almost 3,000 pounds before you put sand in it. Okay. So I put it on a, I bought a conveyor belt rubber, yep. three-eighths conveyor belt rubber, and construction glued it to a piece of plywood. So the rubber goes on the concrete, the plywood goes under the hammer, so that I've got that right at an so inch. So you got some dampening. Of dampening. Yeah, okay. And I won't, I, and I'm in a metal shop, and even running it full tilt, you can talk. Oh, wow. And I'm okay. in an all steel, one of those Quonset hut style steel buildings. Wow. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah, that was the next question I had was about the dampening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and if, you, if you're worried about it, just put an isolation block in and foam it off from the rest of the foundation and then you can make it whatever thickness is recommended for your for your size hammer but i was told up to an 88 from anyang from james johnson that a six to seven inch foundation will work just fine under under that big a hammer gotcha yeah and if it's i mean i bought i did the 5000 uh psi concrete fiber reinforced and i've got metal reinforcement in as well okay yeah, that's what so I was it's, it's a well-designed foundation to yep. begin with, and I did it all by myself. So that's why my foundation, even in that small footprint, ranges between five and seven inches. Because oh. I did all the groundwork myself. Yeah. 
Do you want to come and do that for Leo? I really do not. <laughs> not even a little. I figured. Not even fucking close. If the offering was right. No, basically I just could be conned. It depends. I could be conned. I could be, I could be convinced that it's worth my time. <laughs> what power do you run this? Oh, man. I run it off a 220. 220, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so so, and the bigger you of, go, the bigger you can go with power. Do you guys have three phase here? Uh, here, they, here we, we do. do. If you here, have, here we have enough, but yeah. but that little shop. Oh, uh, okay. Well, just so talk, it's not a, it's not with this one. No, okay. it's right across the street. It okay. used to be, but uh, then there was a fire in another building, and they cut the line when they gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but. I was talking to the 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 power company and to put fucking three phase in that's it's gonna be silly expensive. Yeah, even I though the post is like mm, two feet yeah. off of it. Yeah, I'm residential mm. and I think it's like a thirty thousand dollar upgrade to put three phase on my residential. Jesus, fifty, yep. ten. Oh, ten. 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 Oh, so yeah. and you're already an and industrial lot. And we're 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 ten, <laughs> two feet, two feet, <laughs> two feet. There's a post two feet from that fucking building. Two feet. It's right That'd there. That'd be ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Yep. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh. yeah. yeah, you know yeah. why? Because it's a different cable. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had to put three transformers up <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking yeah. And copper's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Do you even use copper? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably. Yeah, they probably do. It's probably and, and the thing, because I know some guy that was stealing it, so. Yeah, <laughs> a long time he, ago, he Dylan. knows a guy that was stealing. It. He knows a guy. Yeah, it was the, the statute of limitations probably passed. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I knew a guy. Yeah, knew some. Oh fuck! Damn. It was a long time ago. What, more, what, what questions do you have? What other questions do you have about seals, Jesus? Um, I don't have any questions about. How seals much of the? How I much of the stuff you actually did was was in the water? Uh, well. My last two deployments were Iraq, so not a lot. Not much. Um, yeah. I mean, there's some river stuff there, but we didn't do much of that. We were we were land, we were running around in Humvees. Um, but most of your training wise, everything is done in, on, and around the water. Okay. And it's and it's because that's our that's our separator from all the other spec ops groups. That's our separator, so we have to be proficient at it. It just happens that the Middle East doesn't offer a whole lot of that. Mm, yeah. So you were you were you were in twenty years? You said I was in sixteen years, 16? three months, and nine days. Sixteen, <laughs> give or take a little bit. Nice. Give or take a couple. There's that nine again. Oh, there's there's that nine again. Oh, but there's deployment. Yeah, not as many as a lot of guys, and more than some. Yeah. yeah I uh, I my last uh, four years on the West Coast was as an instructor. I uh, was teaching air ops, and then I did uh, fourteen months over in Bahrain on my way out. I just reached a point where I didn't like the downstream political bullshit and I wasn't ever going to get senior enough to shift it. And I realized I never got married. I never had kids. I never bought a house. I don't have to stay. I can go do whatever the fuck I want. So I just quit. So no kids, no. Nope. Me and a dog. Yeah. It's a good life. And I live in my truck. I mean, the, the, the truck that's out there, I sleep in that, parked it in front of my brother's porch at his house. Half the year that I'm there working. The other half of the year I'm on the road. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, there's a certain level of freedom that, uh, that, that that brings. That's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, it's definitely not for everybody. My, my best friend from uh, college, he decided he wanted to try it. Uh, Didn't like it? He did, uh, he did three months. He, I mean, he, he went full tilt. He, he put away like 80 grand and said, I'm going to take off a year of work and I'm going to travel. And he went to Europe first and then he went to Australia and he was like right in the three-month window, and he calls me one night from Australia. He's like, dude, how the fuck do you do this? I'm like, do what? He's like, just day-to-day do nothing. 
like, well, he's not that's doing nothing, kind man. of the point. You do whatever you want. He's like, I don't have a schedule. I didn't even know what day it was when I got up this morning. I don't like it. I'm like, you're serious. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I got to go back and go back to work. Well, yeah. Clearly, it's not for everybody. Do it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. fucking do that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't have work tomorrow. <laughs> just, just, off. just take off. Just take off for <laughs> yeah, a day. But, but see, I think you're that guy. You wouldn't even make it three months. You'd make you it. You definitely like, wouldn't make it. You'd make uh, it like two five days. days, and you'd be like, days. "Fuck this! I'm I'm mm-hmm. ready to fucking yes. get some shit done." I do three days. Yeah, we take vacation. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that days, I'm back on the computer. I'm like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> that, that we that week that we were off, I was going nuts. Yeah. No. But I, but then I, the thing is like we couldn't really go out, so right. But yeah, it's a little different. It was a little different for me. I go up in the hills and you know fuck around, but mm-hmm. but I think you would even get bored of that. No, you do. You I do. don't yeah. know if I would, but I think you would. But it's not like he's not doing it. He's like he's no. he's super not busy a, doing not being the, the stuff he wants to do. Know. Well, but that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. A lot of days I do nothing. Like I when I was in the navy, I had to road trip because I had certain periods mm-hmm. that I could be off work. So when I road tripped, I'd drive 20 hours straight to get to the destination to do as much fucking off as I could. <laughs> now I'll leave New Mexico and I'll drive to Flagstaff's like four and a half hours. I'll be like, I'm done driving today. I'll done. pull over and I'll park under a tree and hang a hammock and read a book. Wow. Like, I'm just not going to do anything the rest of the day. That's badass. <laughs> Dylan's like, yep, I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could get down. See, to me, that, that sounds that sounds amazing for like a week still. Maybe, maybe not the reading yeah. the book part. I'm not, I'm not big on reading. Porno yeah. on your phone? Yeah, there you go. Maybe. Well, it depends gotta, on the service. You just got to park where you got a signal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you, I keep uh, I keep penthouse yeah. letters in the in the truck just there in case go. I don't have a signal. The old, the old pen- Sometimes I read the old penthouse forums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nope. Nice. I might still have some left over from my active duty days. Of course you do. You know you do. Don't even bullshit. <laughs> I know. You know you Maybe I do. So, He's got like a special spot do. for it. So yeah, they're he, all in. They're all in sealed envelopes. They don't, really, don't touch them with like, your fingers. They're like laminated just in case. So, and he knows. So like you know, you, you had your you had your, oh, your you had your yes. paper oh, you actual go. magazine porn collection from when you were active. Like I kept that with me, and then I got I got married uh, almost ten years ago, and. Hit it. And I had this porn collection, and it's like, it's not just the, you know, classy shit. It's nasty, right. raunchy yeah. shit. Of like, course. And I, I I took on three kids when I got married. Sticky uh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sticky, fucking yeah. nasty. Yeah. yeah. So. Foul, and I told, vulgar. And, yeah. and my wife and I were talking about this, and, and I'm like, well, I'm not getting rid of it. Like, sentimental value. Yeah. That shit's so, worth money. So she gets me a, a subscription. They're not making any more. Oh, wait. Yes, they are. So she gets me a subscription to Playboy. Nice. So it's like, and our, our theory was like, well, if the boys are going to be snooping around and right. find anything, yeah, they'll find, find a Playboy, which is classier. Exactly, yeah. classier. And pretty sure the boys never even fucking bothered with. Yeah, because internet. With the, well. Yeah. We yeah. were. It's a our, different time. The only, at yeah. that time, the only computer yeah, we had time. in the house was in our living room. So. Um, yeah, but you're not there all the time. Yeah. What? Guaranteed, they were guaranteed. <laughs> okay, so back to the fucking story. Anyway, <laughs> um, they have a PSP at any point. <laughs> I, I, I noticed that my, my like sacred porn stash has been fucking messed with, and I'm missing a couple magazines. Yep. So I go down into my son, my oldest son's room, and uh, my my uncle's son was in town visiting and staying with us, and I, I find a couple of my magazines. And the little fuckers have like cut 
Oh, sacrilegious! Cut pictures out. How and dare they? And asses. like, and, and like any teenage boy thinks, like under the mattress, nobody will fucking find it there. Yep. Yeah, that original <laughs> thought process. Yeah. 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 Everybody knows about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking mattress ain't apparently safe. the secret's nope. out. Yeah, I'm not gonna so, go check the mattress now. So I find like all these like cutouts of these girls that used to be in my magazines under their fucking mattress. Yeah. And and the lecture wasn't you know, the whole on. porn thing. The lecture was stealing shit like and going yeah. through shit that wasn't theirs. Like because yeah. they they don't deface shit. They made an effort to go through my bedroom to find these. Yep. And so the 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 ass chewing was a you know you fucking disrespected me in my house. Like this is my shit. You stole my shit. Not necessarily like oh what are you, you doing? Look, what are you doing? Not, shit. not that they were watching that oh, girl no. getting her ass eaten. Now to me, it's like going into it was somebody's a magazine. You it's can't like going watch into somebody's <laughs> shop. Yeah, you can't steal you it. Can't push you can't push play on like a this? magazine. Well, you yeah. move it back and forth. Well, yeah, but that's what the scene is. In the it's imagination, still a yeah, you, yeah, still you still imagine it. it. Yeah. You still imagine the ass being eaten. I, mean, I was upset. Like I'm still upset about it. Like they fucking. I'm imagining that right now. Yeah. Thank you. He gets it. I imagine. I imagine like you open the door to the back of his Dodge, and it's just like Very classy podcast, like eighties and eighties and nineties cutouts. The really fucking runt. Oh, Good man. thing none of our wives are here. Oh, my wife is here. <laughs> hey, uh, actually, you know what? We just over. went to we went to my parents' house where we used to live fucking years ago. And we're cleaning it out because the upstairs are going to use it, whatever. And you so. found some porn under the mattress? Hold on. Let me fucking finish Sorry. that story, Craig. <laughs> Craig's good at interrupting. <laughs> no, I, I haven't noticed that. I'm just kidding. I said that just because they don't know. Just all, that's, usually <laughs> my, that's usually my job. Good job. All 68 yeah. podcasts. <laughs> 61. 61. Well, you had the specials. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, sorry. anyways, we went through, cleaned up, and then we see, I find a fucking bag at the fucking bottom of a dresser that was in there, and fucking bags, fucking double bag tied up square. I'm like, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, What, what is, is that? that? No, way. no, no, no. She's like, Oh, I know what the fuck that is. <laughs> it was a bunch of fucking DVDs. Yeah, DVDs. Fuck yeah, did. That's some. Yeah, that's the first PlayStation that's that upscale. fucking played them good. That is upscale. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> DVDs. Okay. Well, lay down. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I I think we've covered. We, <laughs> I think we've covered porn some, and uh, what else? And oh, and, 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 and sealed and sealed team nine and sealed team nine. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it, or I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, probably today. Bottom of the fucking lake. <laughs> can you at least, probably today. Can you at least? Uh, yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, I've heard that it's actually a peaceful way to die. So you know, whatever. How's drowning? That? Drowning. I've yeah. heard that too. Yeah. It's probably it's it, probably bullshit because I think everybody that's drowned hasn't been able to say whether yeah. or not it's peaceful. But right. you know. Yeah. Whatever. Well, <laughs> they say freezing to death is peaceful too. Well, but they're, you're they're, fucking cold. How peaceful is that? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, uh, you get cold enough that you just don't realize right. you're cold. There are yeah. some people that have been revived after drowning. So I mean, technically. Yeah, but okay. So were they really dead then? Probably yeah. not. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, they did die like for a bit legally. Yeah, legally. But technically, but did you die? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they. Yeah, I don't know. It's a rabbit hole. I don't know. That's the only guarantee in life. I have to go. So I'd yeah. rather not. <laughs> try Every, to find everybody's going to die. Yeah. Some of us are racing that direction. Yeah. Some of us are limping that direction. Yeah. Disappointment and death. Yep. <laughs> All right. Should we end it with that? Yeah, that's <laughs> a good way to end it. Yeah. I think. I think that's a good way to end it. That was great right, for everybody. You. Yeah, Thank you guys. Make it out here, uh, by the way. So. 
So, uh, so if you guys made it through, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so are you on? Are you guys on for being title sponsor for my for my maiden voyage? He's trying to get this on. Com- on combat he's edge trying to get this problem. recorded. I'm trying to get you to commit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the power's going out. It's going to hit that button now. Now. Go visit our website, oh. get some merch, and uh, use BBH for the... <laughs> TDG30. No, BBH for top, 10% top for top and, and, uh, and uh, TDG30 for top If you times. want info for my show, uh, media at sh9.com. Yeah, media, check that uh, out. Sh9. Check that check out, that especially well. if you're anywhere some cool near the Boise area. Yeah, yeah, the applications will be up uh, this week, so this following week. Oh, yeah, so, so uh, by the time this airs, it'll be up. First come, first serve, media at... Uh, sh9.com and where can they find you on instagram because uh on instagram i'm on sh9 outdoor shop Outdoor shop. okay and i think it's the same on facebook but don't quote me on that it's sh9 something i'm sure you facebook. can google and you'll get to his yeah, stuff look up seal so. team nine no. and um, yeah, you'll probably find him. yeah <laughs> so yeah thank you very much for being on our podcast no, i appreciate it thanks yeah, for having appreciate me it. thank you much that was awesome Crunk. Gosh, damn it, Jesus.